0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. My name is Bob. I'm your host. And today, today we got to talk about something we thought we wouldn't be talking about right now. Football. This was the first weekend that <clears throat> we did not have football. And I've seen a lot of, a lot of memes going around. I've seen a lot, of, a lot of people posting these videos upset that football is gone. But we got football, guys. We got the XFL. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I I was skeptical, skeptical as well. I thought, eh, it ain't the NFL. Why am I gonna watch it? Well, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I found myself on Saturday. I had nothing to do for a little while. The XFL was on, so I tuned in. And I'm gonna be real with you guys. I was entertained. I thought they did a heck of a job. Now. I get it, the players aren't like the NFL, but there are a lot of players from the NFL that are in the XFL and made it interesting. Especially seeing when I saw guys like Vic Beasley out here making tackles. I was like, what the heck? He's in the XFL? Okay. Tune in. in. We had we had guys catching passes like Josh Gordon, Matavius Bryant. Y'all remember them, right? That kind of got exiled from the NFL. Well, they're getting a shot in the XFL. thought it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cool to see them guys play, to see them make some catches, and possibly, you know, play pretty good throughout this XFL season, get a chance to go in the NFL again. I thought it was pretty cool to see them in there. We had other guys throwing balls, like we had Paxton Lynch out here throwing. We had A.J. McCarron was out here throwing passes. Guys that never made it in the NFL, uh, Paxton Lynch started a couple games, A.J. McCarron was a star in college. They're getting a chance to show what they can do. They were playing, and it was interesting to see them. We had guys out here, like, we just talked about them on another podcast. Marquette King. He was one of the best punters in the NFL for a while. He set, like, a, a record. He was, like, third most ever punting yards in a season, and then He disappeared. Well, he's getting a shot here in the XFL to show what he can do. And I think that's pretty cool. I think it's, it's something that is allowing these guys, these players, to rejuvenate their careers and possibly get a chance in the big leagues next year. Now, one thing I like about the XFL is the fact that it's affiliated with the NFL. All the other times that the XFL came around, they weren't affiliated with anybody. They were, like, wrestling a bunch of bullshit. It was, it was kind of dumb. But The Rock and his ownership group are not done. They partnered with the NFL. They're going to make it turn into eventually, not this year, but eventually, they're probably going to turn it into like a G League of the NFL. And we don't really watch the G League, but we know this year's draft is heavily influenced by players in the G League. Last year, there's a couple players in the G League. We got players in the NBA right now that came from the G League that are studs, that are going to be starve in the future. So if the NFL can kind of turn this into that, I mean, why not? Why not watch it? You know, it might be entertaining. I also like the fact that uh, they're partnered with ESPN. They're partnered with Disney. So they got all the publicity power. They get people in there to commentate that you actually know. You know, Joey Galloway was doing a game that I watched, and I'm not a big fan of Joey Galloway. I think he's a, a pompous asshole uh, but, hey, he knows the game, and he was good to listen to because he knows what he's talking about. So they got people in there that are going to talk and are going to entertain you and give you actual factual broadcasting rather than just talk a bunch of shit to talk. <clears throat> I also like how it's, it's going to be on ESPN. <clears throat> There's going to be games on Saturdays and Sundays, sometimes on Thursday. So we got eight teams in the XFL. Each team plays ten games, and then unlike the NFL, not every team's making the playoffs. There's only going to be a fourteen playoff. You have the two top teams from each division is going to be in the playoffs. they are going to play in the semifinals, and then the winners will play for the title. So the fourteen playoff after a ten week season, I like it. It's entertaining. It's not it's not an overwhelming amount of games. Where you're kind of like, all right, let's just kind of, it's over. It's good. Every game matters. And the thing about these game guys, like, these guys aren't making a lot, a lot of money, like NFL players, but they get paid $1,000 per win. So, you know, I mean, they're making like 60 to 100 grand a year for the football season and then $1,000 extra a win, plus their expenses and all are paid for and stuff like that. It's entertaining. They ball out. And like I said, these guys want to make a point that they can get to the big league. So you got a lot of guys that were former college stars. Some played in the NFL, didn't make it. They're trying to show that they can get back to the league. So it's going to be entertaining. You got eight teams. We got the D.C. Defenders, the St. Louis Battlehawks, the Seattle I don't think I wrote that right. The Seattle Sea Dragons, the Vegas Vipers, Arlington Renegades, the Houston Roughnecks, the San Antonio Brahmas and the Orlando Guardians. Now some of the names kind of seem corny, but I, these jerseys were they're pretty pretty fresh. Now if you guys watched the first game that was on Saturday between Vegas and Arlington Arlington came out in like, that North Carolina blue. So, my co-host, Paul, I know you probably like them jerseys. They were pretty fire. Vegas was black, red, and white. So, you know, BKO here. You know, we like that them jerseys. Now, that game I watched was one heck of a game. It ended up being 22-20, which you guys are probably like, how is it 22-20? The cool thing about this is they have different rules. So, there are no... Extra points. You don't kick any extra points. I mean, you can go for one, you can go for two, and you can go for three. It's either on the two yard line, the five, or the ten, something like that. I don't remember it thoroughly, but you can go for you can go for three points, guys. Another cool thing about it is this: they allow if you're down by one score or less in the final. Two minutes of a game, you can get the ball back multiple ways. So in the NFL, you gotta, you know, you gotta kick a onside kick, right? Likely not gonna happen. So in the XFL, they're allowing you to either kick the onside kick or you can put your offense back on the field at your own 25-yard line at a fourth and 15 and go for it. We've seen it happen. This weekend it happened. The team came back, they did it, they won. Another thing that I like as well is um, they got kind of college rules in the end of the, end of the uh, two minutes, too. So the final two minutes, just like college, if you get a first down, the clock stops until you get your line set. So when you get your offense set, the, line, it, the clock picks back up. So you don't got to worry about like clock management issues really that much, which is cool. So it helps the teams actually show off. It encourages more offense, which we all want to see. Sometimes that doesn't happen, but they encourage it to happen. They encourage kickoff returns too. Uh, if if you kick a ball or punt a ball and it goes outside the end zone or out of bounds, the ball comes back to the 35-yard line, not the 20 or 25, the 35. So it's pretty cool. And on kickoffs, no, both teams stay still until – the player catches it. So you don't have to worry about getting hit while you're catching the ball, which is pretty cool. Everybody's getting returns. They're taking away that, that speed drill the NFL wants to do protect, but they're encouraging take, take the ball back on kickoffs, which I like. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I like that. Um, I also like this, guys. You can challenge at any time, both teams, but if a play is even questionable, they have a booth people on hand that can call down and stop the game and review the play and decide whether it's the right call or wrong call. And i seen it about five, six times this weekend when I watched the one-and-a-half games that I watched, and they were right on every call that they made, and it didn't seem like it was rigged yet. <laughs> yet. We'll say yet. Um, but it was entertaining. So the first game, we had Vegas versus Arlington. It was 22-20. to And I'll tell you, this was a great game. Uh, I I had fun watching it. Vic Beasley was out there making tackles. Let me check his stats. I'm pretty sure he had a couple couple tackles here. Uh, Yeah, Vic Beasley made the game-winning tackle, which was pretty wild to watch him make a a tackle in the game, um, which is pretty cool, though. We had Martavius Bryant. Where is he on here? Um hold on. Got it here somewhere. <laughs> uh where are you? Yeah. Uh Martavis Bryant, four catches, twenty-eight yards along and nine targets. So I mean he showed he could still go out there and play a full game, but hey, that's not the game he wanted to play, but it was pretty cool. Uh quarterback Darlington was 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 weird. Didn't know who he was. But uh for for the Renegades. The Renegades didn't have anybody I knew. But man, I'll tell you something, they played they played a heck of a ball game. Uh the second game that was on, we had Orlando Guardians versus the Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks blew them out 33 to 12. I didn't get a chance to really watch that game, but uh, I know I know um for the for the which team is that? The Guardians. Paxton Lynch was throwing. You remember him playing for Denver. He was 15 for 21, 136 yards, touchdown, and a pick. Not great. Not great. But, hey, he got a chance to show out and and, and show what he could do. Um, So he got a chance to play. He got a chance to play there. Eli Rogers. You guys remember Eli Rogers, right? He used to be a cornerback for uh, Pittsburgh. He had a fumble recovery, which is pretty cool. He had a fumble uh, in that game. As for the Roughnecks, where was this? I know i seen something on the Roughnecks. Um, was it the Roughnecks they played for? No, it wasn't the Roughnecks, but that game was fun to watch uh, over there in Houston. Uh, it's good to see Orlando lose, but hey. Uh, I did get a chance to watch the first game on Sunday, which was the St. Louis St. Louis Battlehawks versus the San Antonio Brahmas. Now, this is the game I, I I thought it was a hell of a game. The St. Louis was down by twelve points with less than two minutes left. They ended up winning the game eighteen to fifteen. They scored a three point conversion, which was entertaining as hell because you're like, what the hell is going on here? They got three point conversion. And then they took their field back down and got field goal to win the game. They won 18-15. to They scored 15 points in the final two minutes of the game. Uh, The whole game there, like, the offensive line was getting their ass whooped. But guess who the quarterback was? A.J. McCarron. He was 18 for 26 with two touchdowns, no picks. He got sacked five times. But, I mean, A.J. McCarron's feeling like he's back there in, uh, in college, playing college football right now. Uh it was an it was an entertaining game. Uh I didn't really know anybody but uh Ke- Balazs Kaylin used to be a running back for Miami. He was on the Brahmas. He had a good game, it was pretty entertaining to watch him play. And then the final game, the final game was also a comeback win. Fourth quarter comeback win for the for the DC defenders. They won the game twenty-two to eighteen over the Seattle Sea Dragons. Sea Dragons jerseys were pretty cool. They're green and, like, blue. I don't really know if it was, like, a blue or a blackish. It was some color. I don't remember. But they were pretty cool. But the cool part about this game was you Cowboys fans. Ben DiNucci, 33 for 54, 260, 282 yards. Guess who we were starting with Josh Gordon. Six catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown. It was pretty cool to watch Josh Gordon play. Like, it was, like, he was dominating. And I feel like, uh, it's going to be a big move for him to actually get back to the NFL. And as for the DC defenders, uh, they had two guys that used to be good college football players, and Tamu and Devin King, both quarterbacks played really good. Um, they were entertaining too. Hell of a comeback for them. They, uh, like I said, they scored six points in the final final uh, couple minutes of the game to come back and win. But for those of you that are bashing the XFL, I highly suggest you to give it a shot. I really do. It's not the NFL, but I'm telling you, it's not USFL, which was absolutely that shit was terrible. Uh, Canadian football is terrible. Arena football is terrible. This wasn't that bad. I mean, I watched two and a half of the games, and I thought they were all pretty good. It's well ran. Uh, they have a lot of associations with leagues that the NFL does so I'm telling you it could be pretty good it could be pretty good uh, so if you get a chance and you see XFL is on next time tune in check it out it's better than no football right why not I mean we got a lot of other stuff on like UFC uh, boxing's on baseball doesn't start up hockey eh, NBA's coming back but XFL football I'm telling you you'll fill in that void watch it give it a shot I liked it you might like it hey and who knows you may win some money on it. might win some money on it if you bet on it because they don't know. They don't know what's going to go on, so you might get lucky. Put a couple $5 bet, parlays down. Why not? You got another chance to win some money on football. Take it. You'll be entertained. The Rock is the man. He doesn't do anything wrong. So, hey, tune in, enjoy it, and uh, you won't go without football. So tune into tune in the XFL, and you'll like it.